Welcome back to your Sunday Sideline Exposure. This is part two of Exposure 116. I am your host, Mitchell Crossan, and we are picking up right where we left off in our Dwayne Haskins, Joe Burrow exposure pod, bringing you guys some details that you may or may not have known about what actually happened in this quarterback competition. So in part one, we really gave you an emphasis and a breakdown on Ohio State's offense, how it was transitioning into more of a pass-heavy spread with the appearance of now Ryan Day as part of the offensive staff, but also how Joe Burrow's hand injury pretty much kind of hindered him and sidelined him, which allowed Dwayne Haskins to step into that quarterback two role and how important that experience was in that Michigan game where Dwayne stepped up and led the Buckeyes to a win. We are now at the point where we are looking at the true quarterback battle that took place after the conclusion of the 2017 season, and we're looking into spring ball for the 2018 season. To finish off part one, we gave a little resume exercise that just talked about Dwayne Haskins' resume and Joe Burrow's resume at Ohio State thus far, and how the main difference between the two was Dwayne Haskins' emergency quarterback experience he had when JT Barrett went down with that injury against Michigan. Now, with that off to the side, the quarterback competition was still a real thing, and it was still that. It was still a competition, even though Dwayne Haskins had a step up on Joe Burrow at this point. We found an article written by Ohio State beat reporter Bill Rabinowitz, who just stated that both players were pretty much practically even in spring ball, with neither one standing out above the other. However, the one difference here is that Joe is older, and Dwayne is the younger guy who stepped in to help beat your rival. So that's always going to be in the back of your head if you're Dwayne Haskins, if you're Joe Burrow, especially if you are the coaching staff. With that being said, there really wasn't a whole lot of separation in spring ball, but at this point, it really feels like a win-win for everybody based off of whoever you go with as your quarterback. Burrow gave Ohio State three years. He graduated in the spring of 2018, and he earned the right to move on from the program when he entered the transfer portal as a graduate transfer. So we know in the spring and summer of 2018, Joe Burrow leaves. He says, thank you, but I'm going to take my luck elsewhere. And Ohio State says, okay, we're going with Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne was Ohio State's starting quarterback for only one season, which was the 2018 season. He was so good that he left for the NFL after just one year. And so now I do want to, let's just look at their numbers and their performances for the 2018 season. And we'll just put that side by side. A lot of people have consistently said Ohio State made the wrong decision. I don't think that's accurate, and let's actually look at how the 2018 season performance played out because that's what the Ohio State coaching staff is looking at. When you have a quarterback competition before the 2018 season, you're saying to yourself, who is going to help us win for this next season? Obviously, you want to sustain whatever success you have for the previous seasons, but the point is you look at it one season at a time, so let's do that right now in, with 2018. We'll start with Dwayne. Ohio State played in 14 games, and Dwayne had a 70% completion rate, throwing for 4,831 yards with 50 touchdowns and 8 picks, a quarterback rating overall of 174.1. Ohio State in total went 13-1, took home the Big Ten Championship, and had a win in the Rose Bowl. Dwayne was also a Heisman finalist that year, finishing third, and ultimately turned out to be a first-round draft pick. Dwayne went on to break multiple records throughout the 2018 season, including Drew Brees' passing touchdown record, 
Drew's record was 39, and Dwayne broke that, throwing for his 40th touchdown in the regular season game against Michigan. Now let's move on to Joe. Joe played in 13 games with a 57.8 completion rate with 16 passing touchdowns and five picks to go with a quarterback rating of 133.2. LSU was a 10-win team that year, going 10-3, capping off their season with a win over UCF in the Fiesta Bowl. They lost to Florida that year. They were shut out by Alabama, and then they lost a third game to Texas A&M, which was a crazy multiple overtime back-and-forth game. Joe wasn't bad in the 2018 season. He just wasn't great. I would argue that Dwayne Haskins was great. So there's a separation there with Dwayne Haskins having a great 2018 season. Joe just had a good 2018 season. And honestly, for Dwayne, I'm going to argue he was probably a little too good in 2018. You could look at it from this lens. If he wasn't as successful, he probably could have stayed for another year at Ohio State, maybe got some more experience under his belt, and then possibly this could have helped him with becoming a better NFL quarterback before his life was tragically cut short earlier this year. It's not normal to go from, as a quarterback, to go from not starting any games to then just starting 14 games only and then now becoming a first-round draft pick. You're essentially, when you are a first-round draft pick and you're a quarterback, that franchise is giving you the keys to their franchise saying, you're driving the bus and you are now the most important player on our team. Only starting 14 games, that's just not a lot of time for a quarterback to transition from being the man in high school, starting 14 games in college, and now you're the man at a professional sports team. I feel like a lot of quarterbacks need some more time to develop than just one season. And Dwayne, he definitely had some swagger to him. He had a little bit of an ego. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was to a fault. But you can argue that, I mean, he was more than talented enough to be an NFL quarterback. I just think that he might have needed some more time to grow. And a second season at Ohio State possibly could have done him good in that regard. I don't think Dwayne should have stayed. When you're a lock to be a first-round draft pick, you take that money and you go. In hindsight, it's 2020. I get that. Could have he matured a little bit more if he stayed? Sure. But 10 times out of 10, if you're in that position, you take the money, you leave early, you're a first-round draft pick, you're a Heisman finalist. Ultimately, he was very good in the 2018 season. He earned his first-round draft pick, and he did make the right decision. And what's interesting about this process before Dwayne Haskins got drafted was that the 2018 season was also Urban Meyer's final season at Ohio State before he went on to, I think it was Fox Sports, as one of their analysts on their college football Big Noon show. But he also went on Colin Cowherd's show after the conclusion of the 2018 season and before the NFL draft, and they were talking about Dwayne Haskins. Colin just asked Urban Meyer outright if Dwayne was ready to lead an NFL franchise. Urban actually said on the show, not yet, but he's close. Now, on the other hand, for Joe Burrow, we went over his numbers in his resume, and he only passed for 16 touchdowns in the 2018 season. He wasn't good enough to go pro, even if he wanted to. We all see Joe Burrow's talent now, and especially the following year in 2019 for LSU, and especially how successful he's been with Cincinnati, appearing in the Super Bowl last year. At that point in time, he wasn't good enough, and nobody was really thinking about him as an NFL prospect after only throwing for 16 touchdowns. And at this point, if, if you're not sold on Ohio State making the right decision to go with Dwayne Haskins, 
I would also encourage you to watch the 2018 Ohio State spring game and do your best to watch this objectively. We all know now how successful Joe Burrow is, so it's easy to keep that in mind. And then when you see Joe Burrow throw a nice pass, you're like, oh, yeah, how did Ohio State not see that? It's not that they didn't see that. It's just Dwayne Haskins might have been a little bit better. So if you're still not sold on this idea, I would say go back, go on YouTube, watch the Ohio State spring game, and just try your best to look at it objectively and remove any premise or remove any bias you have about Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins, and then just see what you ultimately think after watching that game. In my opinion, and it's close, but I think Dwayne Haskins won that game over Joe Burrow. They both had nice passes. I just think ultimately Dwayne was a little bit better. And we also saw this performance in the 2018 season. Dwayne had a better 2018 season than Joe Burrow had. And for me, and for Ohio State, that's all the info I need. So there's a lot here with the back and forth with Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins. So I put together a little timeline just to recap this journey thus far. Starting off with Joe Burrow as the backup quarterback in between the 2016 and going into the 2017 season. He suffers that hand injury, the broken hand, so he's forced to the sideline to undergo surgery. Now Dwayne Haskins is moved into the quarterback two spot. This slows the growth of Joe, and it helps give Dwayne more reps at a higher level, thus furthering his growth as a quarterback. Dwayne solidifies himself as the backup quarterback for the 2017 season and is brought in to play in the Michigan game after starting quarterback JT Barrett suffers an injury himself. Dwayne not only plays this game, but leads the Buckeyes to a come-from-behind win on the road against their main rival, which is huge points for Dwayne. Moving on past the 2017 season and going into spring ball for the 2018 season, even though Dwayne's performance against Michigan gives him somewhat of a leg up, the quarterback battle is still open, and the coaches haven't really gave much of a clue into necessarily one quarterback being above the other. Joe Burrow, and this is important, he graduates from Ohio State in May of 2018 and enters the transfer portal as a graduate transfer, so he doesn't have to sit out and is immediately eligible to play at his new school for the 2018 season. Later on in May, Joe confirms he's headed to LSU and is going to play in Death Valley. Then in June, Urban Meyer officially named Dwayne Haskins as a starting quarterback heading into fall camp. So when Joe Burrow not only decided to transfer and ultimately picked his destination with LSU, Dwayne Haskins was not officially named the quarterback yet. So to the people out there that say, well, Ohio State chose Dwayne over Joe, not, not really or not officially. And a lot of people associated with the program would say that the coaching staff did a really good job about just keeping it very level-headed and that one quarterback wasn't really better than the other or had a leg up on the other. I think that there had to be some sort of writing on the wall or Joe Burrow either had a feeling that he wasn't going to be the starter or just honestly just had enough of sitting on the bench for three years, didn't want to risk not getting the starting job and sitting on the bench for a fourth year. He has all the power in the world and it's warranted to leave. But officially, Joe Burrow graduated and entered the transfer portal and picked LSU before Dwayne Haskins was officially named the quarterback. And you can't blame Joe. You know, he's a smart guy. I think he knew what he was getting himself into. And even if it really was even at that point in time with the battle, you just can't risk, if you don't 
get the starting position. Now you're back on the bench for your fourth year. Even though you have five years of eligibility, it just didn't seem like the road Joe Burrow wanted to go down. So with Joe Burrow transferring to LSU, this ultimately set off a chain reaction that we still see to this day in college football. Joe Burrow, I almost think of him as the transfer portal test dummy, and it kind of showed everybody that sometimes the grass is greener on the other side. And in the grand scheme of things, this 2018 transfer really was not that long ago, but the rules with transferring were different back then than they are now. Back then, if you chose to enter the transfer portal and commit to another school, you can only receive immediate eligibility by being a graduate transfer or applying for a hardship waiver. Joe was a graduate, so no worries here for him. He was going to be eligible no matter where he went. However, in today's college football world, everybody can transfer one time throughout their collegiate career and be immediately eligible to play. Combine that new rule with NIL and what that can offer a lot of these athletes. Both of those things seem to go hand in hand. And it really kind of feels like the transfer portal is college football free agency at this point. But back then, before this new rule was in effect, other than being a graduate transfer, the other path you can go down is with the hardship waiver. And this is pretty interesting because this continues our segue into this chain reaction because Ohio State now needs a quarterback after Dwayne left for the NFL after only one year. Ryan Day, as we've mentioned before, is a passing game coach and has a pass-heavy spread offense. He didn't like Tate Martell, who was small and shifty and who was still on the as a quarterback and on the Ohio State roster at that point. Urban Meyer liked the small quarterbacks who could run, mobile, and move around a little bit. Ryan Day was a little bit different, and he needed somebody a little bit bigger and who could make every throw in the field. So Dwayne Haskins leaves. They look in the transfer portal. And they see and get Justin Fields out of Georgia, which was a big get for Ohio State. Justin Fields had applied and was granted a hardship waiver by the NCAA, making him immediately eligible to play for the 2019 season. And we found an article written by Sporting News and written by Bill Bender, one of their journalists, but a contributing factor to this waiver being granted by the NCAA was there was racial slurs and an incident that involved racial slurs that happened during the previous football season that was directed to Justin Fields. Apparently a member of the Georgia baseball team directed multiple racial slurs towards Justin Fields during the game against Tennessee. So this was what Justin Fields and his family used as part of their hardship waiver. The NCAA, after they received those waivers and that information, they reviewed it. And in this case, they pretty much said, yep, we're sorry this happened to you. This shouldn't have happened. Go ahead. Get the hell out of Georgia. You can go to Ohio State and be immediately eligible to play. So for the 2019 season, this is now Joe Burrow's second season with LSU and Ohio State's first season with Justin Fields. Both Ohio State and LSU have successful seasons with Joe Burrow and LSU having what might be the best season ever collegiately. They went 15-0 and and won the college football playoff and had Joe Burrow take home the Heisman Trophy after completing 76% of his passes, throwing for 5,671 yards, 60 touchdowns with six picks, and a total quarterback rating of 202. You couldn't have asked for a better season than what LSU just gave you there. Now, on the other end with Ohio State, 
And this is, in my opinion, as an Ohio State fan, the 2019 Ohio State team was the best team I have seen out of Columbus. You have Justin Fields at quarterback. You have J.K. Dobbins at running back. You have Chase Young coming off the defensive edge. And they went undefeated with the Big Ten Championship heading into the college football playoff. They were very dominant in themselves. They had two Heisman Trophy finalists in Justin Fields and Chase Young. And they probably could have had another one in J.K. Dobbins, the running back who rushed for over 2,000 yards that season. Now, Ohio State's season was not nearly as successful as LSU's because Ohio State did lose in the college football playoff semifinal to Clemson. So we never got that ultimate matchup that I know I wanted to see with Joe Burrow and LSU going up against his former team and teammates in Ohio State. That would have been really cool to see in the national championship, but we never got that. LSU went on to play Clemson and beat Clemson for everything. I still think Joe wins the national championship anyways, even if they play Ohio State. Joe and LSU just felt destined to win it all that year. So Joe Burrow transferring really felt like it kind of opened everything up in the college football world in this new transfer portal world. And it's just madness with now guys are going in and out every year, every day. And earlier this year, there are multiple coaches, including Ohio State's head coach Ryan Day, that's saying every day there is somebody new in the transfer portal. And these aren't just guys like Joe Burrow, who were riding the bench and wanted an opportunity to play elsewhere. Obviously, those guys will continue to enter the portal, but we're starting to see guys like Jamison Williams out of Ohio State who transferred to Alabama last year, and then now the Pitt wide receiver Jordan Addison, who's entered the transfer portal. And at the time of this recording, we don't know entirely for sure where he's going, even though it feels like it's USC. There are some guys who are starters at big-time universities that just aren't quite getting what they want or it's not good enough. Or now with the benefits of NIL, you can make more money going elsewhere. You have the chance to transfer one time without having to sit out. It's just college football and free agency now. And the sport was tending to go this way anyways as part of just the natural evolution of what college football was going to become. But I felt like Joe Burrow's transfer just kind of opened the door a little bit because guys have seen now, hey, look, Joe Burrow just rode the bench and then he transferred to another school and put together the greatest season ever as a quarterback. So ultimately, Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins, I mean, they both did very good things in college. Is Joe Burrow the better overall quarterback? It does look like that now. Unfortunately, Dwayne Haskins is no longer with us, but when you're looking at this point in time when Ohio State had ultimately to decide with Dwayne Haskins or Joe Burrow, Dwayne Haskins stayed and Ohio State went with the younger, more proven quarterback, and it worked for them. You know, he put up huge numbers. We talked about his resume and the fact that he was so good he left after only one year. In this case, there wasn't a wrong decision going between Dwayne Haskins and Joe Burrow. Okay, so that will conclude this week's episode of Silent Exposure, and this does include Exposure 116 of Joe Burrow and Dwayne Haskins. This was a very interesting pod, so I'm glad we were finally able to get this up to you guys. You can stay up to date with the show and Silent Exposure by following us on our social medias, at Sideline Exposure on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and then at Sideline Expose on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.